All right, let's go over the facts of the case again. I don't want to jump to conclusions or anything, but it looks like this Vic was a junkie. Sometimes Jack helps me, no, that's bad. <laughs> we don't know exactly what Jack is. <laughs> Albion, he opened his magical third eye, took an immense amount of mental strain. My name is Warden Beaumont. I'm with the, well, the White Council. What the fuck is your deal with me? You must be the friends that they were referring to, I presume. Most of you recognize the werewolves that you met on a previous adventure a few months back where you encountered some hags. You see running toward you a woman who has really nasty, hard-looking purplish skin with like some obvious warts and just claws. Hey, you mind, uh putting a truce against the whole blood feud between us, cause uh... Get in the goddamn car! I'll explain later, just... Okay. <laughs> okay. Alright. Uh, guys, let's roll! I guess the biggest question is that you have a hag in your car. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, and also, um, you definitely fired multiple rounds of weapons. Like, there were some, there were definitely some weapon discharges. So, uh, yeah. you shouldn't be there anymore. Yeah, we have not stopped driving. We are going to the bar. Yeah, it's a good uh, one. Oh, the, the one in Moncton from the previous adventure? Yeah. Okay. We're going to the bar that the wolves hang out at because I told them in a panicked yell to meet us there. I am so glad that you remembered that. Yeah. So in the meantime, we're we're going to stop like, it's not blocks. We're not in the city, but I'm going to stop like down the road, pull over and just turn around and look at the hag in the back of my seat. And I'm like, All right. Now you need to play this shit fucking cool. Okay. Because that is a crowded bar, and I do not want to have to explain why I have your crusty-looking ass walking in with me. I mean, they already think I'm weird as shit there. This is just going to be the the, the, the horrible-looking cherry on top of an already shit cake. So uh, do me a flavor and put on your glamours. Um, she is uh, staring at you from the back seat where she has... Uh, politely buckled in. <laughs> so, uh, just cut from the cut from that shot to the reverse shot of her politely sitting there in her human guise, uh, just sort of <laughs> staring coldly at you. Uh, All right, cool. and that, yeah. <laughs> um, Glad we were uh, apparently on the same page there. Uh, yeah, and um, she she does not respond. Yeah. Ugh. I pull into the bar parking lot. <laughs> She's just sitting there quietly staring coldly forward into the middle distance. 
All right. So um, you find yourself you find yourself back at a bar that you've been to previously. Uh, this was where you initially went to meet up with the uh, werewolves. The before you knew too much about them and suspected, hey, they might be responsible for some things that ultimately Alexis and her sisters were responsible for. So you've got a little bit of history with this place. Uh, I think we've been you... here often enough that um, we have this whole little corner of the bar that basically is, air quotes, our corner. Like, that I'm here often enough with them hanging out that people are just kind of used to, like, oh, that's their table. You know, leave it to them. Okay. Um, Can I get a plaque on that table? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, it's, it's a plaque. You just carved your name in the, the wood on the table no it's it's a it's a plaque that goes on the butt part of the seat yes it does <laughs> yes and it says dr cooper smith god damn it <laughs> <laughs> in fact it's molded specifically for the contours of your butt <laughs> that's what makes it's a it memory great. foam plaque yes it's a memory foam plaque <laughs> Perfection. Oh man, we have fun. Let's let's. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so when you pull up, you do see the motorcycles of the werewolves are there. All right. So now they might not be exactly uh, thrilled that you're here. So uh, play it cool and let uh let us do most of the talking. She finally says something. I am not going in there before you do. I mean, what's kind of the huh. idea? No, I mean, you go in there and explain situation, and then I come in with you. All right. That's, um, cool. Which of us wants to go in and try and explain this? You. I mean, fair. Ro, uh, Dez, either you want to come in here with me? Uh, yeah, I'll tag along. I'll stay and watch her as well. Right, cool. Uh, also, you're, uh, you're welcome for the Wendigo thing. Um, glad, uh, <laughs> glad that we got out of that okay. Uh, thanks for your assist on that. Good yep. talk. Alvin gets out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, so Albion and Roe go into the bar, and you do find uh, you do find that there are the four uh, werewolves uh, in there. John is clearly uh, he's trying to hold things together with the group. Uh, Wesley is noticeably sort of excitable and agitated um and annie is definitely not pleased uh with the current situation none of them are happy to see you but when you actually get over to the table uh phoebe surprisingly enough just sort of stops and uh her sort of sits there in a sort of frozen for a second and it's that sort of lack of motion that takes you aback and makes you stop. Yep. And she sniffs the air and just sort of narrows her eyes at you. You brought her 
We're kind of a package deal now. No, not you. Yeah, no, they don't. They don't mean. I'm the only one here. They don't mean you. They mean uh, the lady in back of my car. Oh. Uh, all three other wolves sort of look up at you, comprehending, and uh, there's a mix of emotions, mostly confusion and anger in varying shades. Uh, and they just kind of are waiting for you to explain. I said we were meeting at the bar. And we are. You will notice she is not inside the bar. So, uh, you're welcome. And, um, <clears throat> all right, look. I mean, I didn't really have a plan going into this after everything went to shit. I just kind of had to roll with it. So, yeah, no, I admit I have this person in back of my car. And I'm not yeah, I would sure to... say that you don't have a plan. John cuts you off. You know she killed our friends. Yeah. And right now, she owes me her life. And we have her in a position where we severely outnumber her. She's tuckered out. And if we want to just deal with it, we deal with it. How convenient, says Phoebe, because I believe she owes us her life. And she starts to snarl. There's a sort of bestial quality to her face at the moment. Not physically transformationally, but it's All right. My point there. is, we can take her somewhere else with y'all. We have an advantage right now. We have her in a position where we have all the leverage in the world and uh we can either say hey we have a common enemy so get the fuck over yourself and uh help us deal with it or and i am hesitant to do this option but i mean it is on the table we just cap her there's a sort of supernatural silence almost to the moment <clears throat> as everyone there is just sort of weighing those options and pointing sort of st uh, staring sort of pointedly at you. My point is she don't have anything right now. We have all the cards. Annie breathes heavily. Is she going to come in, and are we going to talk to the bitch? I mean, we can do that here, or we can find somewhere more private. No, you know what? I think I'll take lead on this. Let's go out there and have a chat. All right. You notice uh, John is actually uh, taken aback for a moment, but following her lead. Wesley nervously stands up to follow, and Phoebe sort of begrudgingly goes as well. <clears throat> I'm going to hang back half a step. All right. All right. This, is a, this is not going great. Doesn't seem so. Uh, they're not going to like kill her, are they? I mean, to be fair, uh, she is a, a murderer, and... Uh, 
arguably a mass murderer at this point. And, uh, I mean, we, we kind of had to kill her sister because she didn't leave us much choice. And they had a troll doing their killings for him. So, I mean, she, she does not have a moral high ground, per se. Well, definitely not. But if she has information or anything about all of this stuff, I mean, wouldn't she be more useful alive than dead? Yeah, and I would like to keep her that way. I'm just saying. Anything that happens... We should probably get out there faster. I'm just saying. Anything that happens is not something she did not earn. Valid. All right, Alvin's going to keep up. I assume everyone else is going to exit the car when they see everyone else exiting the bar. There is a tension in the air, and it is thick. There is a an obvious stare-down between four clearly displeased people and one hag. <laughs> uh, do you join your compatriots, uh, Albion and Roe, or do you sort of hang at the back of the werewolf group where you were? I'm going to stand between both groups, actually. I'm going to rejoin the group, but stand a little bit further away from the hag, probably on either side of either Sylvester or Desdemona. I actually really like this particular picture. Uh, on one side, you have four people who are sticking fairly close together, almost instinctually, as if for uh, shared protection. And on the other side, you have four people who are standing somewhat apart from each other, um, as if nobody is terribly comfortable being too close together. <laughs> And in the middle is Albion. All right. All right, let's get to the, uh, to chat, shall we? What? Is there not going to be a coin toss? Quips Alexis. There's a bit of a hard stare, and she says, Sorry, I, I like the Patriots. <laughs> 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 What? <laughs> I eat people. I can't enjoy sports. Eh. It's okay to be wrong once in a while. I mean, it's. It, I mean, they two are not mutually exclusive. She looks. She looks at you, Sylvester, and sort of recognizes your New York accent for a second, and just sort of gives you a scowl even deeper than before. Hey, I mean, like the Giants or anything to write home about their sly. Hey, at least I'm not a fucking Jets fan. All right. Granted. <laughs> oh my god, Annie pipes up. <laughs> <laughs> this is 100% not what we are here for. He's trying to kill them. Besides, I enjoy the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. This year's going to be our year. Shut the fuck up, Giants fan. <laughs> It, it's 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 fine. Holy you uh, you keep doing you there, bud. Ugh, I didn't know these guys were funny. Wow. <laughs> Good shit. Good shit. Anyway, can we get back to the main point? Uh, yeah. So yeah, right. we were uh investigating possible Wendigo shit, and then <laughs> suddenly you show up being chased by Wendigo shit. Elaborate. Yeah, real convenient timing there. 
<clears throat> oh my god. It's almost like God himself hates me and puts inconveniently timed issues in my path. That is not canon. <laughs> <laughs> How very meta of you. <laughs> Are we talking about the canon of your fucked up life? <laughs> anyway, back to actual things that Albion is actually saying. Actually. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, there is... Lot to unpack from this, and it seems uh, there is quite a bit that you do not know. Uh, especially, uh, you did not know either before. You know, you murdered my sister. I mean, she kind of attacked us. Mm-hmm. And you were, you know, legally trespassing. I assume. Naturally, I mean, just kind of shrugs. <sighs> Besides. Uh, you do not understand the delicate balance of things in the universe. If you take something away that is a stabilizing element, things destabilize. Seems fairly obvious, yes? So you're saying that you're killing people and feeding them to plants will stabilize? Ah, uh, yes. That statement alone tells me you do not understand the bigger picture. Yeah, uh, like I said, elaborate. How much do you understand about Wendigos? Jack and shit. Mm. You didn't even you didn't even play that video game. That uh, that, look, that one where you could, uh, doc, Doctor Man. You didn't even play the one where you could make choices to save different people. Anyway, I can't are believe you, you. Are you talking about Until Dawn? I mean, first you're a yeah. football fan, now you're an Until Dawn fan. Sometimes I enjoy irony. Look, I just play Streets of Rage, right? <laughs> okay, I don't even know what that is, but we're going to move on. How now. the fuck? You know what? You know what? It's not important. All right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it is not. You are correct. Um, so, oh, Michael, so remind me what I learned about Wendigos last time. Uh, you've you've got a pretty good handle on the idea of Wendigos um, and what the what they entail. Uh, that they are always hungry and that when they eat somebody uh they grow in proportion to what they've eaten so yeah. that hunger is never satisfied yeah i am um, i explain that i kind of explain the root in um native american specifically algonquin myth stuff like that i'm sure i'm messing some of that up so uh oh, in no, any case it, algonquin's correct <clears throat> as far as i understand yeah so um I know that they, they're essentially evil spirits as well, so. Ah, very good. And you understand that it is impossible to placate. So you were feeding them. Would you prefer that they run around and just kill whatever? I would prefer that they weren't a threat because they were fucking put down. Yeah, I prefer if they were dead. Dead is nice. Ah, yes. It's so easy to kill Wendigos historically. Albion has to bite his tongue very hard right now. Or he will go on a rant. Phoebe just looks, uh, or stares at her and is just like, I suppose if you're not a coward, perhaps, I feel as though we, us working together, we should be able to handle those. Shouldn't we? Wesley just sort of shrugs nervously and John is just sort of trying to assess the situation and keep a level head. If it was a full moon and we had a secure location, 
Yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, Annie, Annie sort of growls a little. I mean, we, I will not lie. When I saw the numbers we're dealing with, that is a mind intimidating. So, we are, uh, this might be trouble, but I think I've been around the block a few times. I know myself a good hunter, too. I think we might be able to, if we put together a good enough plan, handle this. <laughs> uh, yes, handle them with a plan. Very good. What is this plan? That's why I said we're going to put together a plan. Are, are your ears full of shit? Oh, <laughs> we had a plan, and then you ruined it. Yeah, your plan. Ask your fucking sister how well your plan works out. As a matter of fact, ask your fucking sister how well our plans work out. You done? You done with your bullshit, ma'am? She stares at you coldly. We had it so that they, at the very least, were not really bothering anyone. We were keeping a sort of peace between things. Yeah, and by fucking killing people. That's a uh -huh. great fucking plan. Are you feeding them drug addicts? There's a very tense pause. So was that yes or no? So as long as they don't count, it's fine. As long as no. they're no, but it's, it's fine. You piece of shit. We didn't do that. It just kind of happened. And then we had to deal with the fallout of it. The fact that you only recently started finding out about, oh, I don't know, disappearing people... Yeah, it was not our fault. We had to we had to step things up a little bit. It was still much better than the alternative. Which, by the way, you're about to find out about the alternative. So have fun with that. I don't want to be around for that. And that actually brings me to the point. I would very much like to not be here. about that I would like in say three paragraphs or less a very convincing reason why I should not let the four people behind me end you I'd say they've earned it because <clears throat> your whole better plan killed someone they fucking cared about your better plan took a lot of people that a lot of people fucking cared about. Your better plan was to leave those goddamn things alive, hurting and killing people because they didn't matter. Fuck you. People like you are why I do this. Because someone has to actually give a shit. So three paragraphs or less. Reasons. Now. You've, uh, you've gotten that out to your system now? You, do you feel better? You're wasting words. So, you are part of organization, yes? I never said that. 
I said I hunt and kill things. Oh, no. I said that. Huh. What does it matter if I am? You are not the only organization interested in, um, preserving balance with monsters, humans? There is a group, perhaps, that, uh, might find your methods objectionable and might find mine objectionable as well, but would prefer I be relocated to somewhere in Greece where th things would be different. Have you ever heard of the Owl Man? Have I? Probably not, but roll a lore. Uh, that is... Uh, I have not heard of the Owl Man, no. That is a, uh, that's a flat zero. Ah, so have you heard of all of the children being eaten around London? I don't operate that side of the pond. Ah, let me tell you. You haven't, and you also haven't heard of Owl Man. These are both their doing. So, I would very much like to take their offer of sanctuary, and it will definitely mean that I'm not hurting and killing people you care about. Or, well, much of anyone for that matter, which is real shame. But, sister and I would like to go to Greece and just sort of get away from all of this. I look over my shoulder at the werewolves. Y'all convinced? <sighs> I... Uh, I don't know if this is... I mean, I would like her to go away. I feel, I still feel very much like, you know, killing you. That is understandable. But, um, yeah, I, uh, it seems too easy is the thing. It seems way too easy for you. She just shrugs. How about you? I look at my friends. Y'all convinced? Can I do some sort of a roll to kind of feel out if uh, the hag is lying or not? That would be an empathy roll. And we're going to set the challenge at three. Uh, that is a one. You want an aspect tag? Oof. Well, you do have... Oh, yes, uh, I forgot to mention at the top of things, uh, there was another refresh. So uh, you do all have um, a refresh of fate points. I also have a couple stresses on my mental. Can I take those off as well? Oh, yeah, that scene ended. Yeah, anyone's, anyone's stress from the last scene is gone. I mean, can I tag... You know, um, Grammy came to the tea party as a medium psychic, being able to tell she's telling the truth or not. Hmm. I would argue it does make you better at reading people. Okay. Even if you're not using your powers to do so. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to give you a counter offer uh -oh. instead of spending a fate point. How about earning oh, a fate shit. point? So, Desdemona. Yeah. I'm going to 
offer you a fate point right now to tag your trouble and have Mr. Jack show up in your head. All right. And offer and offer to help you out. Um, and it's definitely going to deepen your debt. You don't know how, um, but it and uh, it's he's going to propose methods that are perhaps objectionable, but it is pretty much the only way that you're going to really get what you want. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Um, with that, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, put the stipulation on there that you're probably going to go along with the suggestions at this point, because you are exhausted, uh, from like a day you've had a day. I still not slept all year. (laughs) Yes, that is actually (laughs) correct. And by the time this goes out, it'll be like a month into the new year. So that will sound really, really bad. <laughs> it's only been like a day and a half, but yeah, not slept all year. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Take your fate point. Okay. And uh, for Desdemona, the, uh, the world seems to get darker and the color and sound seem to drain away from the world and you're a very much alone with your thoughts and your thoughts no longer sound like you. Desdemona, you're so tired. You can't even handle simple things such as invading the mind of another right now, can you? Wait, invade? You can't even get a read on her. I really can't. My fire's, I'm, I'm burning low. All you have to do is let me in, and I can get in there and let you know anything you need to know. Just to know if there's some truth in that she actually can and is willing to stop. Stop hurting. Just to get something so that this can just conclude where, I mean, everyone's compromised and nobody's dead. Ugh. I guess that's a... A reason, I guess. <laughs> Fine. As long as it means well, that you'll let me in. And there's a moment uh, where your senses feel very, very different. Um, you are able to sort of read the emotion of, uh, of Alexis. She is terrified. The only thing that she wants right now is to get away from all of this. She knows that one way or another, she will die. Either at the hands of the monsters that she could no, that she can no longer keep at bay, or at the hands of the monsters that she can no longer keep at bay. But you also understand that she's telling the truth. It really does seem that wherever she's going, she'll be away from other people. To the outside world, you notice Alexis stiffen up. And something seems peculiar about uh, just the split second where 
she just sort of freezes in place and then blinks away uh, whatever that sensation was. And uh, Des, you feel you feel Mr. Jack leave you. And then you feel Mr. Jack return. She's telling the truth, And all of your senses return to normal. Color and sound return to the world. Um, the uh, You now see the, uh, the group of you sort of standing in the dim light outside of the bar. And uh, most of you are either staring at Alexis or at Desdemona because in the middle of this intense conversation, both of them seem to have just frozen for a partial second and then returned to normal with maybe a little bit of confusion blinking out of their eyes. Uh, Desdemona kind of grounds herself. She blinks a few times and she's actually going to walk over to Alexis and place her hands on her shoulders and just look to Albie and go, she would stop. She's telling the truth, Albion. Please. Albion just clenches his fist until it shakes. I see you again. It's not a conversation. Understand that. It's a very good thing you won't see me again, then. Wait, wait, are we, are we serious? It, are we just, are we just gonna let her leave? Is that, is, is that really what we're, what we're doing, Desdemona? Please, I beseech you, she, 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 she should go, it's for the best. She's telling the truth. Who uses the word beseech anymore? Actually, I had a question because I wasn't in the the original, like, diner fight scene, whatever. So when you guys originally were dealing with the hags and the cannibalism and the dead, you know, drug addicts, was there any evidence of who the people that were being killed were? Like, IDs, a list of names, anything like that? Uh, nothing that we looked for or found, really. The uh, what the, the thing that uh, got some of you on board was Marcus was investigating a series of disappearances. Yeah, the mysterious and, Marcus who hasn't shown up on our show. Yes, uh, but he is somebody who was working with you to fight against the hags. So, um, yeah, he had a list of people who disappeared that had been given to him by um, the Paranet, the sort of uh, organization that is sort of low-level magic talent looking out for each other in a dangerous world, um, because they'd started to see uh, their own getting targeted a little bit. Uh, the last person to disappear was a changeling who was friends with the group of werewolves. Um, it seemed as though they had started targeting people who were closer to the werewolves to th try to throw you off of their scent and make you suspect the the uh, the group of werewolves in the first place. 
So okay. that's kind of what brought the rest of the group into that. So before then, uh, you don't really know anything, and it wasn't uh, significant enough that anyone was investigating it. So it was a few months back that things started to sort of noticeably pick up. Okay, all right, perfect. Thank you. And also the assumption that they were deliberately feeding them drug addicts is not currently supported by evidence, but you don't know for sure. Okay, cool. And Alexis has claimed that that was not their intent and that that was an accident. Sure. Well, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm. It's plausible. I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm just being a smart ass. Yeah, I'm just trying to imagine a world in which you have a monster that, no matter how much you feed it, it is never satisfied, and then you throw drug addiction into that, and it's just like, well, this is just a convenient metaphor. You think? You'd... Also, double the problem. Yeah, you think it would slow him down at least. <laughs> returning to uh, returning to the scene. Um, Desdemona is basically saying that we should let this happen. And uh, Alexis is promising that you will never see her again. So here's the thing. My friends seem convinced. My other friends, well, they don't seem convinced, do they? So I think it's them you got to talk to at this point, not me. So you got something you want to say to them. Well, you, you got a few words left, I think. So make them count. She just sort of stares at the, uh, at the, the wolves who are standing there tense on the other side of you. If I apologize, you won't even believe me. What is there for me to say? I've been talking a lot, so. Yeah, and we have a couple more PCs whose opinions <laughs> haven't really been uh, weighed in so much. I don't know that Ro has any idea what's going on, and given that she hasn't had this experience with Alexis that everyone else has, she's definitely just trying to figure out what's happening. Okay. Um, do you want to do you want to make a roll to try to uh, sort of get a handle on the situation a little better? Um, sure. You can, yeah, I do. There are definitely there are definitely things you can try to sort of oh, sorry get uh get your bearings or sort of figure out what to do next. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do a roll, but also I definitely. As the conversation is, you know, continuing, I feel like Desdemona, because I know and I've experienced that she has these, like, otherworldly things going on, I'm going to probably lean more towards letting Alexis go, because something happened with the two of them, and it makes sense that Des would know what's up. Okay. Uh, what would you like to roll? Um... Can I roll deceit on Alexis to see if she's being honest? Um, it's more of an everything than a deceit, I think. There. Oh wait, you have takes one to no one. You have that stunt that lets you oh, roll. Oh dang! 
that lets you roll deceit instead of empathy to try to suss out uh, if someone's lying, right? Correct. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that, I think, is the perfect time to use such a thing. Perfect. Give me one second. I'm going to say that, like Desdemona, your target is three. You rolled a, a zero on your dice and a four for deceit, so okay. Correct. You you got it. Uh, you you hit your skill. Um, yeah, you clearly don't get the picture that Desdemona gets, but um, you've you have kind of the understanding of how these sorts of negotiations might go from your background with your father. Um, and this is this is basically. If somebody if somebody said you're going to move to Las Vegas for what for your health, except for the entire conversation is reversed into I'm going to Las Vegas for what for my health. Okay. And uh, it's basically her. She you can tell that she feels like this is not the deal that she wants to take, but it's definitely the option for her mm -hmm. and it's the only thing that really works uh, and makes her happy and could uh, you know just get her out of everyone else's situation you think she's telling the truth uh, Darius is Sylvester doing anything in this particular moment not really he trusts Des so he's gonna go with that okay so uh, you three are, are trusting that this is that Alexis is telling the truth and that this might be the best option yeah yeah, we... Albion just wants her gone. And if we render again, we'll just okay. fucking kill her. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. I did yeah, think of that... one other thing I could tell the werewolves, if you like. Go for it. Okay, um, so she's gonna, um, you know, kind of try to look them all as close to in the eye as she can and say, Look, there is no possible situation where this will turn out where everyone is completely satisfied here. That's what compromise is. But she's telling the truth. Just think of the power that you could have if you just show a little mercy. Okay, this is you definitely trying to persuade them, so I'm gonna have you make a roll for that. I'm so good at that. Uh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, you could do, I think, either presence or rapport for for this one. Um, I don't have presence, but I do have rapport. Okay. Eh, I might, if I roll too low, I might tag an aspect. I'm I'm going to say that this is... Or that guy could set, roll a four. <laughs> I'm going to set this challenge to four. Did you just say you rolled a four? I did. <laughs> I was I was still deciding what the challenge was. Okay, cool. Well, you managed to, with your impassioned plea, soften their resolve for murder. Yay! They're clearly not happy with the situation, but it looks like they might be conferring uh, with each other, just sort of making eye contact and sharing those sort of silent words and expressions. They turn back and John steps forward away from the group and sort of crosses that invisible threshold line that Albion had made between the two groups by standing in the middle. 
and he walks up to Alexis, uh, who is taller than him, even when he draws himself up to his full height and just says, don't think that we have forgotten about what you did. But if we ever, ever see you again, yes, yes, I understand what will happen. Get the fuck out of here. Well, if we are all agreed with this, I think I shall take my leave. Agreed is a a strong word, but yeah, get the fuck out. Oh, um, yes. Uh, one more thing. I do not think that me running through the woods at this particular hour would be the best for anyone. And I think we can all agree that letting Wendigos eat me would be bad. You understand how Wendigos work, so you can understand the catastrophic fallout of letting a Wendigo eat me. Yes? So, call yourself a fucking Uber. Uh, can I... Can I... Can I get a ride? Hey everybody, it's Michael, your Game Master and Game Genie. I'm gonna make your Nintendo games do cool, funny things. Wait, Game Genie, was that for Nintendo? I think it was a Sega thing. Anyway, I'm gonna cheat at video games for you. Thank you so much for putting up with the slightly delayed release. There was just some heavier editing and soundtrack work that we had to do this week. And thank you so much for listening to this, our fourth episode of the podcast. This one is a bit darker uh, in the first half for sure, but uh, things get a little lighter in the second half. So, uh, hey, I hope you like laughing at Spoonerisms. That's going to happen. Thank you so much to the Pocket Podcast Network for being wonderful hosts. Uh, There are so many great shows on the network like Home Viewing and my new favorite, The Ghoul Tank. Uh, Lachlan has such a fantastic voice for radio. Uh, It's just, mm, it's beautiful. And the cryptids they make up are just buck wild, and I love them. So go check out all the other shows on the network at pocketpodcastnetwork.com. We are also available for Pocket Notes now. So if you have a message you want us to read on the air, go to pocketpodcastnetwork slash notes. Is that right? Is it slash notes or is it slash pocket notes? I'm going to find that out right now. It's slash pocket notes, pocketpodcastnetwork.com slash pocket notes. I'm sure glad that I looked that up beforehand. Uh, Thank you so much to people who have been listening and tweeting about the show, especially my friend Kat Pyburn, who you can follow on Twitter at Senator underscore Kat, that's C-A-T. You can tweet about the show with the GMMcast hashtag and help spread the word because word of mouth is powerful stuff and it's also all we've got. Uh, one quick programming note is that we're going to be switching to a bi-weekly release schedule following this episode because editing is hard. Uh, or more accurately, it's time-consuming, and I need a social life. So <laughs> it's been a lot of fun getting all this stuff done, and I felt like we should have the podcast in this place where it's kind of bingeable with a good backlog of episodes already to go. 
but after this one, it's going to slow down the release schedule just so it's a little more sane, because I love doing this, but I would hate for it to be a chore, and I don't want the quality to suffer. With that said, back to the episode. Hey, I'm Lachlan. And I'm a Jay. We're just two dudes who love ghosts, goblins, ghouls, and monsters so much that we've decided to create our own. Well, how about you give me an example? How do you feel about an electric boy who can only move on subway tracks? Or a sparkly light-up manatee who lives in the deep ocean? Or maybe a hairy office snack thief who uses his extra-long arms to steal lunches? You know what? That sounds pretty good to me. Well, you can hear about all these things and more on The Ghoul Tank. Find us every other Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you can download podcasts. Join us in our journey to create the next big cryptid. Okay, yes. So I think everyone should definitely get some rest. Uh, And we could move to the morning of January the 2nd. Albion wakes up extra early, goes to the gym, and beats the absolute piss out of a heavy bag. That's fair. Just out of pure anger and frustration from yesterday. You know what? Valid. Mm-hmm. Um, what are people's plans for this new day? For the first time in all of the year, you aren't woken up <laughs> to something supernatural happening. Yeah, Alvin is just working his frustrations out in the gym right now. All right. Do I have to teach today? Um, I feel like you might actually have to teach today. Isn't it still winter break? It's a Thursday. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, if it's winter break. Um, oh, yeah, then fuck it. <laughs> let, me, let me just I, double check. I ain't teaching winter classes. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to say that since New Year's is a Wednesday... And today is Thursday. You're still going to be on winter break for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Sylvester, you did have, I think, something to follow up on from yesterday. Right. Yes. So if you want, we can uh, we can run a scene of you trying to figure that out as well. Uh, Ro, did you have any plans for the day? I think I want to head over to Desdemona's, but I'm going to send a text to both Albion and Sylvester while I'm on the way, um, just to kind of see what they're doing today. Okay. Uh, Des, did you have any plans for the morning? Um, basically, just uh, I think that she's actually going to take the time to try to stress clean the house a little bit. Um, uh, while pondering how she can make her wards stronger and wait for any clientele that might show up for a reading. Okay. I have a business. Uh, fair. So the only real active scene at the moment would be Sylvester's. Cool. I'm also uh, going to have Albion call and see if he can get backup sent to town, but that's going to be its own thing. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Sylvester... Uh, since you have uh, you found some drug paraphernalia um, and you have a reason to you don't know exactly what it connects to yet but um, you know people who you might be able to talk to uh, and you have medical school colleagues as one of your stunts yeah so I'm probably going to use that to figure out what the hell is in this little 
take out a sandwich baggie that I put all the drugs in. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the question is, how are you going to approach this? Are you going to bring a? Are you going to bring samples of drug paraphernalia to someone? Probably someone I trust, I guess. But okay. I don't know if I have any other contacts besides the mortician lady. Okay. Well, uh, by nature, you have other you have colleagues that you work with. Okay. So, uh, since the way that this usually works, this is a research that you're doing. Uh, you're trying to gather information. Um, okay. uh, you gain plus one to your contacts roll, and you arrive at your findings one step faster than usual on the timetable. So, okay. uh, I'm going to figure out how much time on the timetable that would take you to do. Um, I'm going to say that the normal amount of time that this would take would be, um, I'd say a few hours to, to talk to the right people to get the right answers, but with your, with your skill, invoking the skill, that's going to bump it down the ladder by one to an hour, and you're going to get a plus one on your contacts roll. So the difficulty on this, I was going to set at a three. So make a contacts roll with a plus one. Hey, that's another plus one on your roll. Sick. So your contacts base is what? I think it's a two. Uh, oh, actually it looks like, looks like you don't actually have a, a native contacts roll or score. That's surprising. Oh. I thought you did. Hmm. All I have is, uh, I guess, resources. I thought that that's what that went into. Oh, no. Resources is like money and buying things. Ah. Okay. Uh, which, having a resources score as you do is reasonable because of what you do. So, yeah, if you, if you want to just drop a fate point on something, then I, you can definitely get the answers you need. Okay. So would I drop it on uh, just medical colleagues, or would I just drop it on resources? Like, hey man, I need your help. Just fifty bucks. <laughs> um, uh, you'd have to drop it on one of your concepts to justify. Uh, okay. So, given that you're trying to convey your colleagues to uh, find out about drugs and stuff, I would even <laughs> say aim low, go high makes sense. Yeah, that works. Because you're trying to find something about, you know, like, you're trying to find about some uh, lowbrow shit uh, with some highly educated folks. Yeah. I swear to God, it's not for a party this time. <laughs> um, if, you, if you can justify another uh, one of your aspects to tag for a fate point, uh, you would get a better success and with extra shifts of success comes extra specificity and um just additional benefits one shift better is a notable success where you have a solid and reliable uh clear success but you know it's not inspired but it works um if you take three shifts of success that's a significant success and it's, it's very reliable information and you may get a uh uh, you may get a little bit of extra for it. Hmm. I yeah, I'm not sure what I could tag exactly. Uh, butt kicking butt doctor is pretty 
I feel like that's pretty general enough to cover the fact that you are talking to your doctoring colleagues. It's true. So, yeah. All right. That's two fate points. How many do you have left? Four. Dang, dude. All right. So your total roll with your one and your one and your two and your two comes to six. So that beats the challenge of three by three. So that is a significant success. And you are very, very sure that this is meth paraphernalia. Ah. So you now have the added complication of Wendigos with meth in them. Meth Wendigos. Super. I'm just sending a mass text to everyone else who just says the Wendigos are on WEF. <laughs> <laughs> it says the Mendigos are on WEF. And yeah, and then I'm like, oh fuck. No way. I mean, the Wendigos are on meth. Son of a bitch. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit, 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 shit. Basically, there's like 10 texts in a row. It's just shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, shit, <laughs> met meth, shit, shit. Oh my god. Whoa. Yeah, my thumb's got dyslexic. Uh. <laughs> and I don't uh. mean the member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Shit. <laughs> so my uh. autocorrect when I tried texting that, it came out to the Wednesday are in meth. <laughs> <laughs> and now the FBI is very confused. <laughs> <laughs> this Christine she- Savage, I mean, I told you we were onto something with her. Is she Maybe doing? Johnson wants to know your location. Yeah. <laughs> Was that a Die Hard reference? Which one? Uh, Die Hard one. Uh, the because both the FBI agents are named Johnson. No relation. It was not, but sure, why not? <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Al uh, yeah. Ian is upset. So, uh, yeah. So an hour. Uh, after how early did Sylvester wake up this morning? Well, he didn't drink, so I guess I don't know, ten a.m. <laughs> you know what? Fair. So, given that you'd have to actually get to the campus and start doing things, I'm gonna say a little before noon. Um, everyone has gotten a text that says the Mendigos are on Weth. <laughs> shit, the Wendigos are on meth. Shit. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> And then eat more shits. <laughs> yes. Shitty, uh, shitty well, hey, bang. I feel like, y- hey, eight shits, you should see a proctologist about that. Hey. Uh, Thank you, Mike. I thought that was funny. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway. Not so every joke's a winner. Try your best, but you don't succeed. <laughs> <laughs> don't you cold play me. Albion <laughs> is making that phone call. Okay. Um... You do not get uh, it does. You do not get an answer. So if you're going to leave a message, you can leave a message. All right. Uh, hey there, Alistair. It's a, uh, it's Albion. Uh, shit has hit the metaphorical fan. Uh, we got Wethman to go. Fuck shit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, we got, we got Wethman to go. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, situation's bad. Uh, we got a whole fucking pack of the damn things, and, uh, if there are any other hunters in the area, that would, uh, that would be mighty fine. Um, yeah, just, uh, call me or shoot me a text. Alright. 
the Happy uh, Trails. Love you. Bye. Love you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh. <laughs> Stuck him. Son, that was hella gay, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, I mean, that would make sense. Albion's so. not straight, so. Yeah. And so. neither neither is Albion's player. I am not straight, so. Hey. Albion gets out of his car, walks up to Desdemona's house, opens the door, steps inside, walks into her kitchen. Uh, hey, Des, so, uh, what are we gonna do about these with heads? <laughs> uh, with heads? Um. You got the text, right? I, 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 I got the first one. I haven't had a chance to check the, uh, uh okay, nope, there it is. Okay, <laughs> math, it's math. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, uh, um, with head mendigos. That's a, that's a bad name right there. <laughs> That's some uh some fun spoonerizing right there. Yep. Uh I I so, don't even know what we do with you know, uh the clear and the clean and narrow Wendigos, much less meth head ones. Well I mean clearly they gotta just quit cold turkey. <laughs> with, no, we gotta kill him. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say we're gonna go with your your way of handling things, I imagine. I mean probably. That's a. Uh, that seems like the best solution for dealing with uh, Wendigos. I'm gonna call these things Mendigos a lot from now on. It's gonna piss me off. <laughs> oh God, I can already hear it happening. So anyway, these <laughs> Wendigos. I'm putting actual effort into saying it, Des. I'm not okay with this. Oh yeah, Wendigos. So how how do you? Go about killing a Wendigo, much less many, on meth. You hit them real, real hard and they stay dead eventually. Hit them with what? Uh, a gun, a car, a sword, a car with swords duct taped to the front. I don't know, get creative. Okay, so this isn't like a cold iron thing or anything like that. No, they don't have weaknesses. They're just pains in the ass to keep down. Ooh, can I send another hey. mass text? Yeah, go for it. Okay. It basically says, uh, I think I have an idea, but we're gonna need a meth house. Albion texts back, elaborate. <laughs> okay, so, let me just call at this point, because texting this whole thing out is gonna be a bitch. Okay, so, crazy thought. Uh, what are the three things you need to make meth? I don't make meth, so fuck Devano. Alright, well anyway, it's muriatic acid, caustic soda, and hydrochloric acid, I believe. Or hydrogen chloride. One of the others. But anyway, uh, you use those three together <laughs> to make it. I played a lot of Payday back in the day, and the Rats mission basically has you making Anyway, the point is, <laughs> if you make it in the wrong order, shit fucking explodes. So, since they're addicted to meth... We lured them to a meth house, and once they're all inside, we blow the fucker up. Are the Wendigos gonna make the meth themselves? Well, no. I mean, one of us is gonna have to do it. Probably me, because I'm the only one who really knows how to do chemistry shit. All right, uh, there, uh, all right there, Brian Cranston, slow the fuck down. 
So I don't have to have. Well, the point is, I don't have to actually make the meth. I just need to create the smell of it. You know. So you got to make meth wrong. Well, I'm not gonna make meth wrong. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna start to make meth, and once the fuckers kind of come in to get lured, I'll get the fuck out, and then y'all can blow it the fuck up. I mean, unless I, you've got a better idea. I wish I did, but I do not. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Do you have dynamite or some shit? No. So. Well, it was a uh, I know you don't have I dynamite, Zamona. I might have some in my trunk. Can we just uh, can we just be clear that your current plan is massive property damage? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a meth house in the middle of nowhere. I figured it's cool. Oh, okay. You're suggesting doing this somewhere outside of the city lines. Okay. Yeah. So not Granny's house. Are you it's suggesting the... that the great town of Burlington, Vermont, has a meth problem, Michael? Gasp and surprise. Um. Yes. <laughs> was, there goes was our the... sponsorships, guys. Was the was the farmhouse abandoned? I mean, it is now, isn't it? Oh, you mean the one that the 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 wolves live in? Oh nope, never mind. Sorry, I thought <laughs> the ones the hags were near. Oh no, the hags had a shed. Yeah. How about that shed? She's still using that shed. Well, she no, says she's, she's leaving town. Yeah, uh, she's skipping town and going to Greece with her sister. Apparently. Okay, and... well it's our shed now. Let's blow it up. Okay. Fuck it. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe this is all my fault. This is what you get for, like, I don't know, guys. having your doctor be a guy who played Payday for, like, 3,000 hours on Steam. Oh, I'm not complaining about the fact that you apparently understand how to <laughs> make meth. You are the doctor in the group. You're playing the doctor, the smart guy who might be able to actually have made this plan. I, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> As he anxiously starts texting Seth, Seth, help! They're gonna yeah. blow up Matt. Seth. <laughs> Seth, the Weth, they're making Seth. <laughs> Bro, we have to cook. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this has gone so far off the rails. This started with just tense negotiation between a murderer and a and the bunch of people that were like, those were my friends. And it's like, now we're here. How did this happen? We're breaking did bad, Mike. <laughs> Are you suggesting you wanted us to just go up and just start shooting a bunch of Wendigos like a bunch of idiots? I'm not suggesting anything of the sort. Let's, so let's, we are let's get to the, the part where we're making meth. Oh my god. <laughs> so what you're telling me is your current plan is to make some meth. Alright. Albion is gonna call John and tell him about this plan. <laughs> oh. Hey John, so uh, we might have oh. a plan. Oh, I'm not gonna play this conversation out. I'm just gonna <laughs> let this be a thing that has happened and you have relayed this information. I would at least like to know how you acted when we said the Wendigos are on meth. Um, he's not happy about this <laughs> uh, at all. 
Um, yeah, everybody is rather concerned, and apparently they're going to be just sort of locking things down even tighter than they normally would in their uh, in their in Should their farm. Should we tell the warden? Sorry. <clears throat> Should we get the warden in on this? Uh, uh I guess. I mean, if you want to hear a lot of whinging and complaining, sure. If I wanted that, I'd talk to you. Right? <laughs> and I already knew that. Yep. But, um... Ro, you probably you... should tell him, though. Ro, you talk... forbid, like, after we blow the fucker up, he starts kind of, you know, whining more. Hey, Ro, you talk to him. What's your take? <laughs> On just the... how he'll react to this? Um, essentially, yeah. You think well, I don't you... think anyone is gonna act react positively to uh, you know, the group of us making meth. But if it's a plan and no one else has one, they really can't. You know, it, it's not illegal <laughs> until we use it or sell it. That's a lie. That is a fucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we Look, can. The point we, is, we, we cannot also, put that out in the world. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but also. We're not cooking meth. I'm cooking meth. God forbid I blow all four of us up, right? Because, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, and this may vague, surprise you. Look, this may surprise you. I've never done this shit before. So, God forbid I kill all four of us. So, in case I accidentally blow myself up, there's still three of you left, all right? Well, I'm not going to let you die, so. That's nice. I appreciate <laughs> that. You're that kind of my friend, man. It seems like a bad call to let your friend die making meth. Aww. And then they kissed. <laughs> New ship. The first one. Finally fucking happened. <laughs> Four episodes in. Um, Alright, so we should probably get talk to the warden. So, yep. who wants While to do, do that? that Sylvester is going to be looking up how to do this shit on his phone, because of course, where else would you find out how to do this? <laughs> Go to, Wiki go to WikiHow. <laughs> WikiHow to make meth. I wow, it's the... making making meth for dummies. Please <laughs> don't Google how to make meth. You'll be on all kinds of lists. I, too late. <laughs> I was I was about to go on the internet to check if there is in fact a WikiHow article about how to make meth, and then I realized this was a bad plan. <laughs> well, I already did that, but I'm looking at. <laughs> My you live in New York. <laughs> yeah, but also you're already my... on all kinds of lists. It's Pretty fine. Much. But also, my source isn't WikiHow. It's Sunrise House American Addiction Center. So there. Oh, okay. So like that's legit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I I guess I guess they won't have to raid your place. Yeah. If they not. tried to raid their place, they'd have to get past his mom. Good fucking luck with that. Also, there's like five flights of stairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We found out about that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, the the narcs are just like on the third floor, just huffing and puffing, and you're just like, you guys need to take a break, or no, we're fine, <laughs> citizen, we're fine. <laughs> we're oh off the rails God. again. Um, yes, we are. Yeah, sadly. So, who's gonna talk to the warden with me? I'll do it. I just need to be reminded what his name is, and I need to know how much uh, detail we are going into in telling him this plan. John Jim. Yeah, Warden I John Jim. I, I think that... I don't remember him having a name last he time. He had a so... last name that was French. 
Yes. It was John Jim. John? Jean Jim? Jean Jim. Jean Valjean. It's like uh, Jean Jean's, you know, the Martian Manhunter. Uh, No, his name is Warden Beaumont. See, yeah, that sounds better than that. That sounds better. Not even Jean Valjean. Warden Beaumont. (laughs) So, you know, congrats on remembering that he definitely had a French last name. (laughs) Well, us Frenchies need to stick together. Yeah, you do, Tardif. Okay. How much detail am I giving this warden? Oh man, that is completely up to you. Do we want no, to have I, a scene? Desdemona is asking Albion, how much detail am I giving this I warden? Mean... Are we going into the meth part of the story or not? Just being like, hey, we found Wendigos, we have a plan, we're gonna take care of it. I mean, if he wants to come along, we I feel like we are obliged to mention the meth. Ah, we're inviting him into our our little group. Cool. Okay. I, I did can... not say that. I said if he invites himself. Okay. All right. Um, I can. I think I can roll with this punch. All right. Let's make a phone call using the house phone. It's very old. All right. Okay. I can tell you how that's going to basically play out. He's going to want to meet at uh, neutral ground to talk about things. Is that the name of the bar? Sandwiches! The, the no, name it's of the, the four the corners is... of the earth. <laughs> four corners of the earth, the sandwich shop. Ah. Yeah. So Neutral Ground is a different restaurant. <laughs> neutral Ground is should be the name of a coffee shop. The Neutral Ground is be. a gastropub. Um, oh, yeah. God. My cat's uh, playing Dream Daddy, and the the coffee shop in that place, you can choose what to drink, and that includes the options of Godspeed, you black coffee, uh, Chai Antvord, <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, Green Tegan and Sarah. Oh, my God. That game is so weird, and it's so great. We, we should move on. So, yeah. Let, uh, Albion, could, Albion could eat some lunch. I could eat some lunch. Sandwich time. All right. To the neutral <laughs> ground. Uh, yeah. So. Can I get a ride, Albion? I mean, you're not a hag, so yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I have a strict no hag policy after last night. She don't even tip. <laughs> bet the bitch. Bet the bitch well, won't give me five stars. Think of it this way: <laughs> if we ever do see her again, she owes us her life. And also. Five dollars and nine to three cents for the ride. <laughs> oh man! Anyway, so, so, uh, yes, our new scene. We are in the four corners of the earth, and you are enjoying some, again, amazing and delicious sandwiches. Uh, uh, Ladislav is behind the counter again, and uh, just uh, sort of addresses you all, just. Oh, second time in two days. I guess the sandwiches are very good. I mean, yeah, they're they're kind of amazing, man. That's why we're here. Because you're uh, you're like a wizard or something. No, just um, the Great Spirit tells me what to uh, inspires me what to make, and I uh, just make a sandwich. I would recommend you guys get a punch card while you're there. Oh, I uh, definitely are. I definitely have one. There's one yeah. in my wallet. I keep forgetting to take it out. <laughs> Lucky you, I'm only closed Mondays and Tuesdays. 
That's fair. That's a... That's odd days to be closed. Mm. No, that's, um... No. Personal reasons. Alright, fair. Alright, it ain't, ain't polite to pry. There's a patron uh, at the bar who says, Yeah, Tuesday nights is when he has Fight Club, right? Uh, he <laughs>, laughs and just says, No, I... Uh, no Fight Club. I only fight demons that night. <laughs> Albie's not sure he is joking. <laughs> uh, uh, Albie uh, eats his sandwich. Uh, Warden Beaumont does show up. Uh, Out of there, friend. Uh, yeah, hi. Great to see you again. What are we? What are we here for? What did you guys find out? Have a seat. Okay, get yourself, a sand- get yourself a sandwich. Park yourself a seat. Well, maybe give him one of them nice bottled black cherry cokes. Uh huh. You know those pops that I have here. Is it the Boylan's? Yeah, the Boylan's. I love that pop. Oh yeah, those are great. Um, I love that you just called it pop. Thank you for staying true to character. I mean, what <laughs> else do you call it? <laughs> I love how Tom, the player, is asking me in Albion's voice, "What do you call it?" You call it soda. Pops one silly. It's easier. I don't understand you people. <laughs> anyway, um, so Albion opens his bottle of pop. I'm sorry, but I understand there are parts of the country where they call all soda Coke or cola. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Just making sure that I've alienated another segment of our audience. <laughs> what, the Bible Belt? I guess. Oh, um, there, that's uh, our target audience right there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Abs- yeah, absolutely. That's it. The show about meth wendigos is going to really... Anyway. <clears throat> what are we going to talk about, Cole? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the Rust Belt. Anyway. That's season two. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I was like, so uh, we we found out what the problem is. Okay, you yeah. want to say it, or do we all say it together, like you know, a big Scooby Doo reveal? Yeah, that's, that's, that... you know what? I was gonna just say it, but I'm feeling the Scooby Doo reveal. Awesome. I'm, I think the all doctor right. should give the diagnosis. Oh, should I? Oh, this will be good. Okay. Ah, give me a second. Oh my god! The men... <laughs> the women goes her on meth! Probably should have said that a bit quieter, but you know, whatever. Don't pay attention to me screaming out loud. Ah. The, the patron at the bar just gives you a weird look and just like, man, like, it's... It's Thursday. It's not even 420 <laughs> yet, man. You do you. Thanks, pal. Yeah, You're no not problem. the only ones on meth, am I right? <laughs> hey. Oh, man. Yeah, but seriously, it's a Wendigo. Oh. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we uh, we got a Wendigo problem, and it is uh, also apparently a uh, a drug abuse problem. But on the bright side, there's a bit of a rudimentary plan in motion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you ever watch Breaking Bad? I 
hate where this conversation is currently heading. <laughs> Sylvester, I was going to say you tell him, but you did that evil laugh, so I believe that is your contribution. Ro, tell him the plan. Yeah, man. Like, hopefully the sandwich helps you sober up, dude. Like, yeah, he Thanks, just man. gives you... He gives you the little hang loose hand. <laughs> hey man, buy yourself a pop on me. Uh, yeah, no, nah, I don't drink soda, man. It's all empty calories. That's got a point. That's fair, man. You ever want a free pop? You know what I'm here. You let me know. All right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and he man, just I keeps... love pop. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Ro. Tell them our amazing plan we have for dealing with the... The Mendigos. Mendigos. All right. Oh, we're calling them Mendigos? Warden Buddy. It sounds like yeah, the Mendigos that are, are on my... <laughs> The Mendigos. We're Warden Buddy, Mendigos. you are my oldest and my closest friend. So let me... Oh, I already hate this enlighten more. Enlighten you. No, no, no. Let me enlighten you on the world of cooking. It's a very fun skill to have. Um, it's when our resident doctor slash be chemist um, makes a little, little recipe in a little shed uh, kind of far out. And then um, you ignore the part where we're cooking meth and we kill all the Wendigos and we win. There is stunned <laughs> silence as his jaw... <laughs> hangs open and his eyes flit between your your faces just in just trying to wrap his head around the information that he is taking in in the moment. Albion sips his boilance. So hey, a quick question. You wouldn't happen to have an Illudium Pew 36 explosive space modulator, would you? Ah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Okay, look, I don't know who told you that uh, the wonderful wizarding world was like Looney Tunes, but no. What about uh, exploding rooms? Is that a thing? In D and D, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's shit. yeah, that's a D and D spell. Fuck. Um. Okay. How about a fireball? Also a D and D spell, but technically God a thing it. that can be done. Um, Albion is gonna. I'm gonna spend a fate point and tag my aspect. I've got a trunk full of bullshit. I kind of have a few incendiaries in there. So you have like a you know, glove of a baseball that I can light on fire. Jesus, actual Christ! I cannot I mean, believe we... that this is the way my day is going. I mean, right? I prob we can probably buy enough glove at a store at that point. It is true. Um. Uh, okay. Can <laughs> you said a shed? Yeah. So here's the thing. So you know those hags that were kind of a problem, but then we kind of fixed the problem. I kind of helped fix the problem. So cool shit. Uh, they're not here anymore, so free shed. And since it was a hag shed anyway, so who gives a shit? Uh, basically, we'll fucking cook the meth inside the shed, burst all the meth when it goes inside, and then we just kind of blow it up. Okay. Uh, okay. It's in, it's in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. 
okay. Um, I am not going to get involved because I am hearing a lot of talk about committing some very fascinating crimes. And I, you know, if there's one thing I've learned, it's plausible deniability. There you go. I'm not going to get involved in this in the slightest. And I'm not going to tell you that you should do any of these things. In fact, I am going to tell you you shouldn't do these things. That's using your Yeah, middle. sure. We won't do these things. Yeah, wink, why would we do wink. these things? <laughs> please, please don't say wink out loud. <laughs> wink, wink. Wink, wink. I... I... I might hate you. <laughs> might. I already do. All right. Oh. Glad, hey. glad that we, glad that we know where we stand. Sylvester, uh, that was a little unnecessarily mean to our friend, the warden. Hugs and kisses, you wonderful bastard. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Mwah. You know, I, I did not sign up for any of this. No, <laughs> you signed up for a war. That's you fought. Oh my god! Wait, wait. Did he just say he didn't sign up for this? <laughs> he did. Like the, oh, it's like a perfect cop cliche. Holy crap! No. Nah, are you gonna Are you gonna say that you're two days from retirement next? I'm 28. All right. <laughs> Listen, man. Sorry. Days from retirement? Can we not? Can we not? Can we? Can I we, high five, can bro. We not? I'm trying to have a moment. Look, I know this is not what you had in mind when you became a warden. I'm pretty sure when you became a warden, what you had in mind was not being the next meal for a fucking red court. So, uh, you fought that war. That war's done. Now you're in the middle of Burlington, Vermont, just trying to keep peace. And I get that we are kind of agitating that peace. I want you in the loop because I need to know that if shit goes wrong, you're going to be here. You're going to know what's happening. And you're going to know what might be coming. I need to know that there is someone who gives a shit who will be here if we fuck up. What he said. And I need to know also that that person is willing to have our back. Look, Warden, I know that we're assholes. Desdemona excluded. Thank you. We're on the same side here. And I know that we are talking about some fairly illegal shit. Pretty felonious. Pretty, pretty federal crime shit. Um, so if you don't want to get involved, absolutely I understand. But... This is, in fact, what you technically signed up for, whether or not you realized it. So. Uh, he, he does that thing uh, where somebody, or, or they kind of bristle and tense up because they very, very much want to tell you that you are wrong. Um, but he doesn't say anything, despite taking some offense. This is... Uh, this is part of it, man. We gotta... We don't do this. 
These things are going to kill a lot of people. I need to know that you're going to be here to help make sure that doesn't happen. Even if it's not okay. out there with us. I want you on our side, man. Please. Well, if what you're asking is for me to clean up the messes of folks who probably should not have gotten involved in whatever they're getting involved in and make sure that the world at large doesn't have to find out about such things, then, yeah, I guess that is what I signed up for, isn't it? <sighs> okay. So, just definitely don't tell me when you're going to do any of the things that you're planning to do because I would rather not have any sort of known time and dates where I might have to immediately clean up a mess afterward. It's next Wednesday. <laughs> it's probably sooner. Yeah, we will definitely not keep you in that loop. Great. What because loop? the less I know, the better. I'm glad we... Uh... Glad we're not talking about this. Yeah, I'm so glad that we're not talking about it either. In fact, I'm so glad we're not talking about it that I'm going to stuff the sandwich in my face now. Thank you, Ladislav. This looks amazing. And he just <laughs> proceeds to start eating uh, the sandwich at a uh, an almost unnatural rate. Uh, it is it, His mouth is basically never empty of food. Listen, Beaumont, we, this shakes out all right. Uh, how are you a drink? Hmm. Yep. They're, yep, they've got drinks on tap here. They're, they're really, really good. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, yep. Uh, if you don't mind, though, um, I have Thai chicken here. Oh. Mm-hmm. All right. He just con just continues to mow down and, and just plow <laughs> through his food so, so that he doesn't have to we talk. We should uh, get to work on some supplies and stuff. Yep. Uh, it just. <clears throat> oh, could you couldn't even make it one minute without talking about it in front of me? So so <laughs> trusting. I'm so glad I trust you. <laughs> so um, we should just leave him to his sandwich. So the weather we've been having, it's, uh, it's kind of cold, yeah. Yeah, a he little just... windy. <laughs> um, he shoots daggers out of his eyes. Uh, right, come then... on, man, that was a pun. That's classy. And uh, I can't believe Albion's fucking dead. Um, <laughs> uh, Albion? Yeah? I actually need you to make a roll right now. Oh, no. Uh, okay. And since it's a reaction time roll, I'm going to go with alertness. And yeah. I'm going to go with a target four. Okay. Uh, that is a plus one, and my alertness is a three, so that's a four. You manage to barely break eye contact with him before you accidentally fall into a soul gaze. You know what? I'm going to let it happen. I'm, but I'm going to do it where I know he's doing it. So what you're saying is you're going to try to lock eyes with him instead. 
Yeah. Because I, I in that moment, because he realizes what he was doing and tries to look away. So if you are going to attempt to make eye contact with him, uh, okay. I think this is going to be a conflict role. Let's go with, let's go with conviction for you versus discipline for him. Um, that is a neutral, and that is for conviction. Okay. Uh, he manages to not make eye contact with you with that. He he happened to roll greater than four. Okay. Uh, Did someone in our party already do a soul gaze with Beaumont? Me. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but I wanted to do a soul gaze too. Oh, wax his ass. <laughs> uh, Sylvester. You get a ping on. Uh, does your do, do you have uh, a phone that is capable of like what kind of phone does Sylvester have? Uh, guess just your, you know, your typical smartphone. That's not a not an iPhone. It's okay. Like a typical Android. I assume <laughs> that you would have university email set up to be uh, received on your phone. Also, yes. Yes. Okay. Within moments of Albion receiving that text, you get an email message uh, from the head of the the dean of the psychology department, uh, and in short, it explains that uh, in the last twenty four hours, they've noticed uh, one of their students acting somewhat erratically. Uh, one Cagney Moriarty. And they uh, they understood that you had a bit of a relationship with them, and they wondered if you could uh, come in. Yeah. All right. So uh, I guess I'll email them back and see what time is good, like right away, or like in an hour, or what. Uh. Yep. Yeah, you get. Uh, you get another message that says um, to visit them during office hours. Uh, three. Sounds good. Albion, you get a text message uh, from Cagney Moriarty, and yeah. uh, it says emergency sesh question mark um, uh, number number two day three p.m. question mark. Albion walks into uh, Rose's apartment and is like, hey, house, it's a house. Albion walks into Rose. Rose's house. Desdemona's house. <laughs> Rose has an apartment, Desdemona has a house. Yeah. Yeah, Desdemona's the only one with a house. Yeah. Let me clap! <laughs> no, everyone, everyone, everyone sh- that. I want to clap. Please. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Albion walks into Desdemona's house that she lives in that does not belong to Ro and says 
Hey there, Ro. Um, fuck! Okay. Desdemona walks to the door and opens it, and there's Albion, and he says... Hey, hey there, Sly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let's let's try this one more time. Final take. All right. <clears throat> pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.